The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S, your liberty-loving Latino amigo right here, 17 miles away from Madison Square Garden in New York City. You can hear me on 1210 WPHT and on all of the streaming platforms. And there's a few things I want to get into. We've got a special surprise today with a Hollywood actor. I want to talk about a couple of things, about the influence that certain, I'm going to call them cultural institutions, what these institutions have on society and, and our lives overall. For example, Hollywood, right? Hollywood is one of those institutions that really kind of guides and informs a lot of what we do. People like movie stars. They like to go to movies. They see things. They see something cool in the movies. They want to get it in real life. You know, when I was a kid, I saw, I probably shouldn't have seen it, but I did. I saw Scarface with uh, Al Pacino, and I was like, man, that place looks great. Until this day, I love South Beach, right? Ocean Drive, Miami Beach. It's fantastic. So, And that's just one of those things that influenced me as a kid. But my point is, there's so many things that we see that we get influenced by. And, and there's also other institutions like social media companies, print media companies, television media companies, and entertainment companies that have influence over our lives. And of course, you know, I tend to look at these things as art imitating life. So I don't necessarily take things personally or get offended by things, but I, I do enjoy it because I think everybody's uh, artistic expression is a little bit different. Everybody's story is a little bit different. So it's, you know, who am I to say that, you know, you can't talk about your upbringing that's X, Y, and Z, you know, or from poverty to, to prosperity or whatever your story is. So I just think there's so many things out there and it's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise and there's a lot of people always bringing something, right? There's always a technology company, these big technology firms that go on and on about, you know, you shouldn't say this and you can't say that. And, and there's all this focus on keeping us safe, right? Keeping us safe. I remember about, I don't know, maybe 15, might even be more like 20 years ago, but I'm going to go with like 15 years ago. There was a comedy special by a comedian named Brad Stein. And Stein uh, had this uh, special called Put a Helmet On. And like, you know, he'd tell a series of jokes and he'd go back to, you know, when I was a kid, you know, we drank out of a hose and we rode scooters without helmets and, you know, we, we lived our lives. And today everybody's shouting, put a helmet on. Obviously, I'm not doing him justice. He's really funny. But my point is it, it's all done in the name of safety, whether it's the, the 
COVID protocols or whatever and what have you, we're at a place in time now where we've kind of lost focus. You know, I, I broadcast uh, sitting next to a framed replica of the United States Constitution so that I never forget what it is and what it says. Because people can lead you to believe that we should exchange our liberty for a little bit of security. And Ben Franklin and others of the, uh, the founders, they've spoken about this and written about this. And it, it's not a question of exchanging one for the other. It's a question of what is the purpose of this nation? What is the purpose of these founding documents? And they were not necessarily for one's personal safety. That was kind of like your job, right? That's why there's that whole Second Amendment that says, hey, you, you take care of you, right? And, and the government will take care of all of us kind of overall. But it's not necessarily built on the idea of safety. It's built on the idea of liberty. And I think that's an important thing to remember so that when people are saying, well, look, to keep you safe or, you know, we want to make sure that you're nice and safe or to protect the online community, our community guidelines. When you're online, somebody says something that offends somebody and everybody's uh, all up in arms. And I get it. You know, there's there are uh, objectionable things that shouldn't be said. But the point that I'm making is that we should never really sacrifice our liberty for anything. It shouldn't be something that we we want to exchange. But there is this big push, a big, big push for safety, a big, big push for for keeping things uh, nice and neat and clean. And a lot of people buy into that because they don't want to they don't. A, I think they've just been taught different. They realize, you know what? Um, majority rules. Right. They, they, they believe in this idea that that it's all about democracy. All in favor, say aye. And they don't even uh, realize the difference between a democracy and a republic. And, and I bring all of that up because I feel like. There's there's a, a lesson in civics that is is largely missing from everybody younger than me, and I'm in my 40s. I think there is there's a a big uh, swath of the public that's just like, yeah, you're right, yeah, let's go for it. You know, uh, majority rules. Yeah, let's get rid of the electoral college. That's racist. <laughs> and, and you and you look at that and you think, how could you come up with such a notion? It's clearly uh, an ignorance of of why we have these things and why they exist. So I think it's always important or at least special uh, and valuable and, and important for us to have people in these communities, right? To have people in Hollywood that understand what's right from what's wrong, to have people in the big technology firms that understand what's right and what's wrong, that can make these informed decisions on behalf of us regular people. Right. I've never made a movie before. I might have been on a couple of TV shows or whatever, but I've never done a movie. So obviously it would take somebody who's made movies to understand how movies work and to be able to tell stories that make sense. And, and that's why I'm thrilled about some of the guests that we have tonight, because we have a Hollywood actor, a director. He's actually a singer. He does a mean Sinatra too, uh, Robert Davi. And you've seen him in a bunch of films. Uh, he's terrific. And we'll get into some of the films he's been in shortly but great filmography and you've seen him around and i think it's terrific that he's he's willing to uh to be honest and uphold what he believes and and tell the truth in the work that he's doing so we're going to talk to him in a little bit and talk about some of the work he's doing but after that we're going to talk to the former chairman of the house intelligence committee nope not shifty shift <laughs> or like we like to call him shift for brains 
But no, I'm talking about Devin Nunes. Devin Nunes, who is CEO of the Trump Media Technology Group, also known as Truth Social, President Trump's um, alternative to Twitter, which is fantastic. I, I really enjoy it. Lots of um, liberty there, if you will, uh, because they, they don't hold you back. They don't silence you. It's not some sort of bastion for for hate speech, like a lot of uh, the publications will tell you. All of that's false. It's fake. It's phony. It's fraud. The truth is uh, you get more engagement. You're able to connect with people on these platforms. And uh, it's kind of minus the the bias from the people that think they know better than you because they want to keep you safe. So we're going to connect with them a little bit later on. Plus, we're going to talk about all of the just the things that are going on. You've got the uh, UK is in, in the shambles. The prime minister has stepped down uh, in England. And uh, that came as a surprise to me because I don't really follow their politics uh, all that much. Uh, you've got this video that's going around like crazy of AOC all out crazy. Uh, she's <laughs> getting into this battle of wits with her constituents, and it looks like she's on the losing end of that battle. And uh, we're going to get to a lot more, plus an update on that. Uh, and New York City staffer uh, for the mayor, uh, he apparently he's been terminated, but we got some audio on that. Like public service employees still have to be man, uh, vaccinated, but we were requiring all private employers mandate vaccines as well. And we've stopped doing that. So. Why? No, no. Who gives a that COVID's over is the short answer. Why are we still doing it for the public sector? I don't know. We'll probably stop that in a few months. 1,400 people voluntarily quit their jobs rather than get vaccinated. They don't serve their jobs back. They chose not to do a very, very harmless thing that like protects the rest of society. I don't give a shit. They're like, this is unfair. Fucking deal with it. We're allowed to set the terms of employment, period. What's the mayor say? He said they quit. Why do they? Why should they get their jobs back? They quit. I have no sympathy for them. Like, they made a choice. That was the rule. You had a very cushy government job. You could always go not work for the government. Although for a while, you could. You just had to move out of New York, which was yeah. great. Again, no one was required to get vaccinated. You just had to get vaccinated if you had a job. So, could have moved to Florida. You could have moved to Florida, and that's the truth. Now, this is the, the gentleman, Mr. Baugh, or is it Bath? B-A-U-G-H. I got to get that clear. But anyway, he's the guy that Project Veritas caught undercover talking about the police and the first responders saying, F them. Yeah, just F them. They could have worked somewhere else. Now, listen, in theory, what he's arguing is correct. They could have moved. But this is actually crazy, right, to think that everybody's going to uproot their lives, people that have put their lives on the line just because of some arbitrary rule that isn't even in effect anymore, especially in the private sector. So I think we have to, you know, go beyond the, the black and white of this and look at the gray area and say, hold on a second. These people really were out there when everybody else was sheltered in place or whatnot. They were out there doing what had to be done. And now we're going to turn around and stick the shiv in them from the back. That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. It's detestable. But that's not all Mr. Ba-U-Baw had to say, B-A-U-G-H. Uh, he went on to say that Eric Adams is corrupt. Listen to this. Um, being a cop is like the cushiest gig in the city. Like, you might get shot, but otherwise it's very good. He's like, the city is out of control. It is not safe. But I'm like, you're right. I just always joke that I'm like, New York's sort of like Hogwarts. Like, it's a lot of fun, great opportunities, and people die. Has he made any, like, changes with that in, um, the, in the city? Not as mayor. Like, he did a lot of stuff 
as a police captain. Um, he was one of the loudest voices, like calling out various elements of the PD. Um, like the police captain's union didn't endorse him in the primary. Why not? Because he like had been really aggressive against them. The mayor thinks he's got like ambition for running for president. And like this is it for you. Like no, you can't. You are very corrupt. And like lots of other issues. How so? Um, like he's worth two and a half million dollars and has rental properties. And like all he's ever done is be a cop and a civil servant. The cops are mad at us, though, because we roll back the private sector mandate, but are rolling back the public sector mandate. Well, isn't it fascinating that even the Democrat staffers to guys like Mayor Eric Adams, like this Mr. Bah, boo, bah, bath, bleh, Mr. B-A-U-G-H, isn't it interesting how even they feel that if you've only been a cop making, I don't know, 150, 180 grand a year, whatever it is, and with overtime and whatnot and uh, captain's salary, and you've got, uh, you know, a couple of rental properties. How are you worth all of these millions of dollars? Now, two and a half million sounds pretty accurate to me. Uh, I think if you have, you know, some rental properties and you've made some investments, you could easily be at that type of net worth. But it goes to show that even on the other side, they ask the same questions we're asking. Because people are, are I think, are hardwired to be fair. You may learn how to be a, a swindler or a cheat, uh, a fraudster, but... Most of us are just naturally fair. We just want to be fair. Being fair is what we believe. That's why we see an injustice and we feel badly about it, right? You know, it's like when you see those videos of people getting beat up. I saw a video of a guy on the New York City subway. He was drunk, uh, sitting there with a bottle in his hand or in his jacket pocket, like a wine bottle. And a group comes over to him. I think two guys and a girl. They start, you know, talking to him. They, They put their hands in his pocket. They rob him for some cash that's in his pocket. And then on the way out, they steal his bottle from him. He's like, hey, give me back the bottle. He didn't really protest the cash. He protested the bottle. He could barely stand. He was, you know, swaying back and forth. And boom, the guy cracks him in the head with the bottle. And he just sits there at the gut blushing, uh, blood gushing, excuse me. And it's just heartbreaking, heartbreaking to see what's going on in New York City. But I digress. We have an update from Hollywood, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. So don't move a muscle. Keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When it comes to life's adventures, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. It's your journey. Our podcast, In Our Own World, takes listeners through our entire journey. The good, the bad, and the oftentimes hilarious moments that make up our lives. Whether we're pulling prank calls on our friends or having an honest discussion about representation, it's all a part of our story. 
And Hyundai knows your journey is at the heart of your story. That's why they're by your side to cover all of the many miles and milestones together. And thanks to Hyundai, My Cultura listeners can experience the incredible journey of our Latino content creators. We're using their voices to share their stories because we all have a story. Join us as we voyage through life and celebrate its beauty, its diversity, and the voices of our culture. Together, we're discovering our road. Hyundai, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. It's your journey. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is America. He's brown, he's bald, and he's breaking it down. Oh, he's so handsome. What's his name? Rich Valdez. All right, America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, at Rich Valdez with an S. Now, you know Robert Davi from a couple of different films. You've seen him in The Goonies, Raw Deal, Wild Thing, Action Jackson, Die Hard. I mean, it's so many others. Uh, License to Kill. I mean, there's just a whole bunch. So uh, a lot going on here. I didn't know you did the whole Sinatra thing. You do it really, really well. Uh, how, did, how did you get started with that? Well, first, I won first place New York State School Music Association solo competition. I, I sang opera as a kid when I was in high school. Hmm. And I loved the opera, and I was going to go into that, and um, always sang over the years. Even though I was, I, I improvised the singing in the Goonies, if you remember that, as Jake Ridelli. Yeah, wow, and that's then, right. Um, and then I did an album in 2011, Davi Sings Sinatra, where I uh, went to number six on Billboard Jazz, and Quincy Jones brought 17 people. I, I headlined the Venetian. I did the last shows that Don Rickles did. I, I, I gave concerts. I've traveled all over the world. Um, uh, they shut down the Eiffel Tower for concerts I did for uh, Diane, Diane Ben Furstenberg and, and, and Jeff Bezos. Um, and uh, so I've been all over the world traveling. I did the 70th anniversary of the United Nations, Foxwoods Casino, and you know, all over. So it's, it's, a, it's a, I do a show and I love it. Fantastic. Love it. You That's know? it. Quite a career. People don't realize it sounds very illustrious. And of course it is, I'm sure. But it's also it's a lot of hard work, you know, traveling all over the place and having to consistently perform. And I was talking to a performer one time and he was explaining to me, he said, some of the best stories always happen backstage (laughs) where you have these these moments with with the other people. What's one of your favorite backstage stories? Oh, there's so many over the years. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, depending on if it's theater or if it's the live shows with singing or if it's on but a film pick, set. You pick, do you have any with, with Sinatra? I do. I did my first film with Frank Sinatra. Now, there we go. 1977. And it was, uh, let's say we were filming in New York. It was a movie called Contract on Jerry Street. 
this is my first film. I'm in my early 20s, and I'm with the chairman of the board. Now, this guy here, you know, in an Italian-American family, there are two figures, the Pope and Sinatra, and not necessarily <laughs> in that order. All right, now, here I am doing my first film with Sinatra. And uh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. We're in a social club in Little Italy that's still, still a bar there in Mulberry Street. And I'm off to the side, and there's just a handful of us in the bar. Sinatra sitting at the bar with, uh, with Jilly Rizzo and Harry Guardino and Martin Gables. And I'm there on, by the radiator off to the side. Sinatra does a double take. He looks at me and goes, Robert, have a drink. I don't drink, Mr. Sinatra. He goes, you don't drink, you're fired. I go, I'll have what you're having. <laughs> I'll have what you're having, I say. And he says, get over here. Pours me two fingers of Jack in a bucket glass, four ice cubes, the rest water. He goes, here. This will be your drink. It'll get you where you want to go to without getting you hurt. So <laughs> five rehabs later, I'm still drinking the Jack Daniels. <laughs> I kid. I kid. That's funny. But, uh, but there are so many different stories, you know, um, with, uh, with so many different people over the years. I could talk for days on that. I bring them up in my show sometimes, a lot of that intimate stuff. There's a That's funny great. one with me and Schwarzenegger when... Mm. Uh, when we did, uh, uh, well, we had done Raw Deal together, as you mentioned earlier on, you mentioned Raw Deal. Sure. And uh, we're doing a specific scene, and Arnold, uh, and the way the scene is, we go into the scene, I go into this, we were kind of like suspicious of each other in the film. And it was a little office room, and the camera's behind the, the desk looking at us coming in the room, and we had a was a tight two shot and you had to be a certain distance. You know, it had to be very, very, uh, uh, staged. So one of his friends, he had one of his friends take a toothpick with a straw and you know, those toothpicks that go into the, uh, into the olives and stuff with the, Oh yeah. The yeah. The little thing it. at the end. <laughs> yeah. The little thing at the end. So they, I, he, he, you hear, and the toothpick <laughs> goes to my, and I could feel it. And I put my hand up. And the director says, but I didn't want to rat the guy out just to get, you know, hide the thing. And the director goes, he goes, hey, can you, uh, can you, uh, you know, don't put your hand up, Robert. It's blocking the shot. Okay. <laughs> Next take. <laughs> Next take. The same thing, Rich, right? And I go, I go like this. He goes, would you, I said, don't put your hand up. You can't put your hand up. Okay. I got it. Again. Third take. I put my other hand up. He goes, damn it. I said, no, put the hand up. I says, okay. Now the guy does it again, and I just let it there with the with the ribbon. You could see it, so that ruined the shot. I go, that's why everybody. So everybody had a laugh. So now we're at in Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina, and Arnold is having a, a, a powwow with him. He was not married to Maria yet, but they were together, and his agent who could, and I could hear him from underneath my. I was on the second floor and I could hear him you know hear Maria here's what we have to do Lou. here's what we have to do here <laughs> this is going to be this way here now in this next movie here and he had these little poppers that he's throwing at my window you know those things <laughs> you throw that make that little yeah yeah the little white paper and it smacks right. loud <laughs> yeah yeah right so he's doing that to my and I say that son of a gun I see it's him so I get a bucket full of soapy suds water from the bathtub and I put the shampoo in it and the soapy suds and I time it and he's got a brand new stogie, Churchill, Davidoff, Cuban Churchill that he just lit up. And he's talking here like this, yeah. And then 
I time it from right. He goes right in there, and I dumped the whole pail of water on his head <laughs> with the uh, with the and the soap suds are now hanging off his cigar. Now a normal human being would would jump out of the way. You know what I'm saying? They would. He doesn't even. He just stays there stoically. You know, with the soap soaking wet with ice cubes. Cigar. With, with, no, this is with the, uh, the, the this is with the soap suds. Oh, it's soap and suds. He, and he looks up at me. He goes, "This means war." <laughs> and uh, then it was all on anyway. Oh, that's funny, folks. We're on with Robert Davi, uh, actor, director, singer, and uh, he's given us some of his war stories. And we're going to get into his current projects. We've got. Uh, another segment with him, but man, these are great stories. And I love to get the behind the scenes. Cause like I said, I, every time I get to speak with somebody in, in show business, the, uh, the best stuff always happens behind the scenes, even though we think we're getting the best of it on the movie. Uh, now, Robert, Dobby, oh, tell us so a- many stories on the bond film. Yeah. There was, I mean, so many different stories with me. and Did, did, and- did he get you back? Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger? Well, that was war. The whole film was war. <laughs> the whole film was we were going back and forth and, and yeah, he did he did get me back and then I got him back so oh, it was, I mean it, that's another segment that'll take you know of course uh, <laughs> we're going to have to rebook you <laughs> that's yeah, you'll right. have to get that story it's a long story yeah yeah well we're coming back to you we're going to talk about all the current stories as well folks we're on with Robert Davi don't go anywhere this is going to be a really good um, second half Rich Valdez and we've got Robert Davi with us this is America. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When it comes to life's adventures, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. It's your journey. Our podcast in our own world takes listeners through our entire journey. The good, the bad, and the oftentimes hilarious moments that make up our lives. Whether we're pulling prank calls on our friends or having an honest discussion about representation, it's all a part of our story. And Hyundai knows your journey is at the heart of your story. That's why they're by your side to cover all of the many miles and milestones together. And thanks to Hyundai, My Cultura listeners can experience the incredible journey of our Latino content creators. We're using their voices to share their stories because we all have a story. Join us as we voyage through life and celebrate its beauty, its diversity, and the voices of our culture. Together, we're discovering our road. Hyundai. Proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. It's your journey. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, 
And of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is America. And we're on with actor and director and singer Robert Davi, who's at war, was at war with Arnold Schwarzenegger in a prank war. And uh, that was a really cool story. Robert Davi, welcome back. Uh, tell us Thank about you, what, what, what's going on, brother. Uh, I know you got a lot going on. I've seen you on TV a few times. And I know you have some new projects. Tell us about everything. Well, I got a new film that's uh, just been released. Uh, Breitbart, uh, the news organization, their mm-hmm. first uh, fray into distribution. It's called My Son Hunter. And uh, National Review just called it a, a, a work of art, as many other publications have. Um, that it's a, a piece that it's not a hit job but it deals with Hunter Biden, his laptop, the deals that were made in the communist Chinese in uh, that Joe Biden uh, uh, is allegedly involved with. But, uh, you know, but it's well-researched, and um, it's actually a great film. You can see the – you go to mysonhunter.com, and you can get the film now, and you uh, can you get know the what? DVD. Let's, let's give everybody a little taste of it. We have a, a little clip of the trailer. Uh, I want you guys to listen to this. I can't seem to find anything but positive stuff on the Bidens. Who's the point man for the foreign policy in the Obama regime? Joe Biden. So it looks like you need a billion dollars. So the obvious next question is, where's Hunter? I can remember getting paid some money, but I can't remember what for. Well, my dad says we never discuss my businesses, period. Or my cut. What's happening in there? Joe's in on it. You had everything, Hunter, and you threw it all away. You hope the laptop will take down everybody with you. Get out! Wow, that sounds like 10% for the big guy, right, Robert Dovey? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's a terrific film. It doesn't demonize the drug addiction because that's a plague across America right now, especially with fentanyl and families have been mentioned. But it, but it deals, honestly, I got his, uh, his autobiography, Beautiful Things, uh, Hunter's extracted stuff from there stuff that was uh, Miranda Devine in the post and uh, Peter sure. Schweitzer and stuff that was uh, their own words and uh, the unreported story society developed a screenplay I then developed it further when I got involved as a director I directed a movie several years ago called The Dukes that mm. won several awards me Chaz Palminteri Peter Bogdanovich so they asked me to do that because of the style of that film had a satirical and a humorous and a very human element to it and um this has that uh it's not just a red meat piece you know but it's very funny satirical and uh, it's it's uh, it has it has some uh, empathy in there for uh, a man's uh, plight it's told through the eyes of a 25 year old left-wing activist who works as an exotic dancer to pay for her college and she meets up with 
who then she finds out it's Hunter Biden, the vice president's son at the time. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on this discovery of who he is. Um, and and through that, we we tell all the uh, and it's all there. You know, it's it's uh, I think people will find it terribly engaging. It's got a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And it's wow. been getting tremendous response. Yeah. So you talk about it's satirical, it's it's human, and it's kind of to the point. It sounds like it was directed by a New Yorker. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, so I now mean, this is that, available for streaming. Yeah, yeah, it's it's available on mysonhunter dot com, and also the DVDs. We're just now releasing the DVD, so you can get it streaming right now, and on uh, uh, you can get a DVD and the streaming. And it's uh, if they if people like Wolf of Wall Street or American Hustle, David O. Russell film. It's that style of, of film. Uh, Blow, you know, it has, uh, it has uh, quite a few great elements to it, as well as what we see is the, the corruption, you know, because the media, Rich, has buried the story. The mm-hmm. media buried the story. I mean, recently, even Bill Maher on his show came out when Mark Zuckerberg finally said that the FBI said they had a, they went to Mark Zuckerberg and told him to, Squash the story on Facebook. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable what happened here with with, with this media, and and the, the, uh, you know digital media, all kinds of. Um, I hate to say fake news, but <laughs> let's say the 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 irresponsible news, uh, because they it's it seems like they lead everybody by the nose down the right. the, the the primrose path of right into a into the lake. You would think they're the ones in Hollywood telling a story, right? Exactly. They're supposed yeah, to find the truth, not be actors. <laughs> not be I mean, look, what happened? With, for three years, we heard about Russian disinformation. We had Congress and Senate and everybody talking about this, about a made-up thing. And here's the truth, and everybody's burying it. We live in a, a clown world, a clown society today. It's beyond my, my understanding, and I don't know why people aren't more outraged. This was like a middle finger to the media, to uh, social media, for burying the story to, to make this movie. And I have a great cast. Lawrence Fox, who is family, he's English, his family were James Fox, uh, really uh, acting dynasty uh, royalty in England. Uh, Gina Carana plays That's Secret right. Service agent. And then John James from Dynasty plays Joe Biden. And Franklin Oyudele, uh, who's a Nigerian soccer player, plays um, Tyrone, who's the one that helps her navigate through the Internet when he says to her, you can't find it on, on the regular uh, search engines. You've got to go to alter- alternative search engines. And she says, what are you, a white supremacist? And she goes, yeah, Kitty, I'm the black face of white supremacy. And uh, <laughs> shows him, navigates him to... to and now we unfold the deals with the communist Chinese, deals with the Russians, with the Burisma, the Ukrainian. I mean, it just, it's beyond your imagination. Rich. Yeah, it, it really, it's like uh, unraveling an onion. Folks, we're on with Robert Davi. Uh, you know him from the movies, from Goonies. Uh, he's an actor, he's a director, he's a singer. You heard a little bit of his Sinatra. And we're going to continue with him a little bit more because he's got another project I want to talk about. 
And again, the film is My Son Hunter, mysonhunter.com. If you want to buy the DVD, check the movie out. I have uh, only seen the trailer. I'm going to check it out because uh, it looks fantastic. And I would recommend if you're buying Christmas gifts, this is a great time to buy one. Give one to a friend, especially a friend who needs to hear <laughs> what, what they didn't hear from the mainstream media. This is America. When it comes to life's adventures, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. It's your journey. Our podcast, In Our Own World, takes listeners through our entire journey. The good, the bad, and the oftentimes hilarious moments that make up our lives. Whether we're pulling prank calls on our friends or having an honest discussion about representation, it's all a part of our story. And Hyundai knows your journey is at the heart of your story. That's why they're by your side to cover all of the many miles and milestones together. And thanks to Hyundai. My Cultura listeners can experience the incredible journey of our Latino content creators. We're using their voices to share their stories because we all have a story. Join us as we voyage through life and celebrate its beauty, its diversity, and the voices of our culture. Together, we're discovering our road. Hyundai, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. It's your journey. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis from the Chiquis and Chill podcast. State Farm apoya con orgullo este podcast and all the storytellers on the My Cultura podcast network. They value nuestra familia as much as we do, and that's why they're offering surprisingly great rates, so you don't have to give up on doing what you love. With State Farm, you'll help protect what's important to you. Together, we're committed to elevating the Latino experience. It's our time to be heard about so many topics. Y con el apoyo de State Farm, nuestras voces can speak about mental health, familia, financial literacy, body positivity, y mucho más. State Farm supports our vision, our communities, our neighborhoods, y nuestra gente. Tus seres queridos son tan importantes para ellos como lo son para ti. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. State Farm a proud sponsor of the My Cultura Podcast Network. The 45th President Donald Trump thinks it's an honor to speak with Rich Valdez. Oh, very good. Yeah. It's an honor. Thanks, Rich. The honor is all yours. Conservative Talk with a dash of sofrito. Now, here's Rich Valdez. All right, America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, at Rich Valdez on all of the social media. And we continue with Robert Davi. The, the, I just wanted to say, in terms of my son, Hunter, the absurdity. Sure. What's, what's, what's absurd to me, Rich, is that we have 
a, um, the FBI was going, or they were investigating the tax problem with Hunter Biden and also the gun charge, you know, the permit, the gun permit right. charge. Now, if anyone knows anything about the story deeply, there's a lot more there there than that. It would be like somebody ripping off a hundred million dollars bank heist, and the police running after them, or and they stop them and they give them a ticket for a broken taillight. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> our justice department. I don't know where people stand that are listening with this, but our nation is perilously close. I've never seen it so bad. I've never seen it so bad. It's just frightening to me, and we've got to be aware. You know, yeah. the, the last thing that Ronald Reagan said, and people like yourself. Uh, 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 helping that along. But the last thing that Ronald Reagan said was we need an informed patriotism. Yeah, that's and right. We, you know, and when Trump won the election, the, I write for Breitbart. I wrote that in that November, right after he won that first election, that he has to bring back that informed patriotism because we're losing it in the schools. You know, with the teaching. Now, anyway, not to get into all of that, but my new album, I'm doing a new album, um, that'll be out next year sometime and, uh, of, uh, you know, different, uh, the great American songbook. So that's right. one of the things that, um, yeah. Now, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, uh, because, you know, this show before it was the Bohannon show and before it was my show, it was the, uh, Larry King show. And Larry King had a great way of, you know, everybody wanted to come and promote, you know, their, their movie, their film, their book. And he'd go, Robert Davi, why acting? <laughs> so... <laughs> What say you? Well, in fourth grade, I did a play called George Washington Slept Here. And I always in class, you know, back when the arts were, and I think that's a big mistake in the public schools, not giving music and art. Mm -hmm. I learned how to play the clarinet in second grade. You know, we had art and music. And that was a medium of expression. It was a form of expression. You were given a choice. And I think if a lot of the kids were given the arts back in school, but in a good way, and not this woke nonsense that they're trying to push and everything else that they're trying to push. Who but, needs clarinets when you have transsexuals? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, but especially in third grade, you know what I mean? What the, yeah. That was never brought up. It, do you want to play cornet or the clarinet? That's, that was the big decision back then, uh, you know. But um, the, um, so the arts, I, I, was, I, was, I was just inspired into it. I loved language. I love Shakespeare. I love literature. I love music. And I was just, just in fourth grade, a teacher, Miss Alexander in Half Hollow Hills Elementary School. I did this play and she walked my parents out to the, uh, the parking lot. And I remember her telling them, uh, like it was yesterday, she says, you have to encourage him in the arts. He's got talent. And that was just something that I was further nurtured by the teachers that I went to school, uh, Seton Hall High School in Patchogue, Long Island. Sister Ann Joyce and Sister Gabriel Gerard encouraged me to join the the Forensic League to do dramatic interpretation. And uh, they got me my first operatic teacher. And um, I then got scholarships to Hofstra. Did tons of plays. And that was a self-motivating thing. Where it comes from, I don't know. I, I always had that, that desire to uh, perform, to act, to express Outstanding. Folks, we're on with Robert Davi. And uh, my uh, my crack squad of producers tells me that you're working on an additional project that involves the late President Reagan. But don't spill the beans yet. Well, it's a film that Dennis Quaid and uh, 
Penelope Ann Miller play Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan, respectively. And it's a, a film about Ronald Reagan, and it goes through his his life uh, as a young man till the older years. And uh, John Voight is in it, uh, plays a uh, KGB agent that goes throughout the whole film. I have a bit of a cameo in there where I play Brezhnev, Leonard Brezhnev, the, <laughs> the, one, with the, eye, the one with the eyebrows. And uh, it, it's uh, a fun character. It's nice. like a little cameo, but it's just, uh, it, it's, uh, I've been involved with it for, for years, and they finally have it, and it's now near completion. So that'll be out, I believe, sometime next year. And I'm doing a new TV series called Paper Empire with myself and Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, Denise Richard plays my wife. Uh, Kelsey Grammer's in it as well, uh, Carol Alt. Um, we've got tremendous cast of actors, and uh, that's about. Uh, I play a Bernie Madoff kind of character who creates a financial Armageddon uh, mm. because of the way the world is going. It's very interesting. Very when does it start? Where can we see it? No, we've been we've been filming. We're, we're, we go back to filming, and I'm hoping we have it uh, ready for next year. We'll have about twelve, fifteen episodes. Outstanding. Now we have another caller. This one's from New Hampshire. We've got Justin in New Hampshire. Justin, you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Rich, thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Davi, I'm a, uh, Mr. Davi, I'm a huge fan of yours um, ever since I was a kid. Um, I mean, you're, you're a legend, man. I, I love your style. You know, I mean, you're completely unique and original, and I love all the work you've done. Um, I just wanted to ask real quick, what, uh, what kind of man was Sinatra was? Was Sinatra. Sinatra was an amazing human being. I'll give you a quick story. I was working as a waiter at a place in, in New York City called Fiorello's. And um, while I was studying with Stella Adler, because we were told, don't do any acting, just study with Stella. This was after my Hofstra scholarship. I then went to New York to study with Stella and do plays. Hmm. And uh, I had gotten fired from Fiorello's. I went into work one night and the general manager said, hey, you didn't turn in all your checks the last time you worked. I go, but I, I did. I'm very fastidious about that. He goes, check your drawer. I just got into, I checked the drawer and there was a check stuffed in there. It wasn't even my handwriting or my pen. I'm a lefty. And it was slanted all to the right. It wasn't mine anyway. They, he said, I got to let you go. Now, I didn't know at that time I should have said to him, what's it going to take to cost, you know, he wanted kickback or something because uh. it was making very good tips and I was very honest and everything else. So cut to now. This put a little fire into my my rear end to, to, to you know get the acting thing going. So Sinatra was doing his first film in eight years, contract on Cherry Street, and my agent. I said to my agent, uh, "You freelanced in New York at the time. This was '77." Uh, I said, "What about this Cherry Street?" He says, "We well, submitted you, but Sinatra's using all his old friends." I says, "I'm gone." Anyway, long story short, I went up to mm -hmm. Columbia myself, got the part co-starring now with Sinatra for three months and I tell the story to Harry Guardino who was in the film with us uh, about getting fired from Fiorello's and we go to uh, one night Harry says to me hey come on the old man wants to have dinner with us so okay so we get in the limousine it's myself and Julie Rizzo and Harry Guardino and a, a, another guy called Louis Dome and we drive around and turn around and they go right into front of Fiorello's. I look at Guardino, I look at Sinatra, mm -hmm. he smiles, he goes, come on, let's go eat. 
Now this is the place I got fired from three months earlier. I'm going in there with Sinatra and one of the most powerful guys in the restaurant business in New York. So we sit down, you go to that restaurant, the guy... Robert Dobby, sorry. Go ahead, quickly, five seconds. So that was, I mean, he was an amazing guy. He was an amazing person. He was your friend. That's Robert Davi. I'm Rich Valdez. The clock is kicking me out. There's more to come straight ahead. Justin, thanks for the call. Take care and God bless. This is America. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Vacations are supposed to be easy, right? Lots of stress-free time spent on the beach with a drink in hand, making memories that will last a lifetime. So, booking a vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. They offer easily bookable, all-inclusive vacation packages with exclusive non-stop vacation flights to your favorite vacation destinations. Explore deals to AMR Collection Resorts and plan your luxury vacation with ease. It's like turning on easy mode. Get started at applevacations.com.